We're on the road. Where transportation goes, community grows. Welcome to On the Road with the MTA. And welcome to another episode of On the Road with the MTA. I'm Jay Gibbons alongside with Stephanie Kay from the MTA. How is Stephanie today? She's hey. waving in the studio, by hey, the way. Hey, I'm waving, yeah. Did you see her waving? She's waving. I am. I say, hey, Stephanie <laughs> Kay. Well, I'm loving the fact that the weather is breaking. It's so nice and warm. Oh, it's beautiful out, yeah. And have you ever been kayaking down the Flint River? I've never been kayaking on the Flint River, but I've been kayaking and canoeing on a bunch of rivers in Michigan. Isn't it fun to kayak? It is absolutely a blast. Well, I cannot believe the Flint River has this for $10. You can actually use their kayak. I'll put it in the water for you, let you go down the river and pick you back up again. That's fantastic. I know. I did it. It was called a mindful kayaking. I didn't realize. It looked like I was in Colorado. It didn't feel like I was in Flint at all. I saw, we saw beaver and we saw eagles and we saw all kinds of wildlife. It was did you really see any nice. alligators? No, <laughs> I did not. Thank uh, goodness. We did when we were canoeing in uh, Florida. So. Oh, Nice. I would not like that. Uh, no, they're pretty docile creatures unless they, you know, they've realized they can probably eat you, then they'll come after you. Oh, yeah. Let's not have realize that. No. <laughs> well, my granddaughter really wants to be a marine biologist. We have Patrick Scanlon. Did I pronounce your name right, Patrick? Yep. Scanlon. You got it? Yep. Awesome. And you're a biologist. That just says it all right there. And I know you've been so involved with the Flint River watershed and making such a big difference here in our own backyard. So tell us more about the Flint River and the... The Flint River watershed, because people don't know everything about it, and I know there's so much to be said about it. So the Flint River watershed, it's you can kind of think of it as uh, like a, a giant funnel. It's a giant basin where all of the rain or snow or precipitation that we get is funneled through different creek streams or storm drains, and it all ultimately goes into the Flint River, which then ultimately goes on, connects with the Shiawassee River, up at the Shiawassee National Wildlife Refuge and then on the Saginaw River and then out into the bay of there uh, Lake Huron. So everything is connected. It's this amazingly beautiful natural resource. I know over the years, you know, the Flint River has, has had a, a, a bit of a negative rap to it. But, yes. Um, it, it's really improving. I know when I was uh, younger, I had uh, done a lot of work in my undergrad at, at U of M Flint, uh, working with uh, even some of the volunteers uh, at the Watershed Coalition that I'm with now, and we'd pull out a lot of the bugs, and based on how much of what you have with the insects, you can kind of tell, like, hey, this is actually doing pretty pretty well right here. We find a lot of species that are pollution intolerant, so finding them are, are pretty great indicators that, like, wow, this is actually doing pretty nice. And so at one point, I, I said, I wonder why I don't see a lot of kayakers out here, and I decided I was I was going to try it out myself and, you know, I was still working a retail job at the time. I didn't have enough money to go out and buy a, a big fancy kayak, but I found some marked down inflatable canoes that were a little sketchy, but it was <laughs> my uh, means of getting out and introducing myself to the river and, and, you know, floating down at first hand. And ever since that initial trip, I was just hooked. I was blown away. You know, there, yes. there's bald eagles out there. It was yes. like... They were showing off like they were waiting for me to come out and see the river for myself, just catching fish and and just great blue herons and beavers and muskrats and all sorts of wildlife. So uh, now I have six kayaks. Oh, my gosh. Why do you have six kayaks? You can only use one at a time. I said, because I want to take out as many people as I can. Yes. And all of them, you know, by the time we're done, it's wow. I can't believe how beautiful that is. And when can we do that again? 
Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you are so right. You know, the Flint River has had kind of a bad rap. You know, it's like, oh, you don't want to go in the Flint River. It's so dirty. But it's not. I mean, the, the Flint River Coalition have cleaned that up. Like you said, you're the executive director and you're so involved with all of this. You've made it as clean as it can be. And when I was, I first I saw a picture of it at the Sloan Museum. It was like a video of people kayaking down the Flint River. And I thought it looked like it was something out of Colorado. I thought, where is that? They said, that's the Flint River. And then when I had a chance to do that mindful kayaking because MTA partnered and took people there back and forth. I was blown away. Like you said, I was very impressed. It was just peaceful and beautiful. And then we ended up at the, of course, you know, tenacity. We can get a beer. So. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. That was good too. But um, so are they still doing that? Mindful kayaking? Yes. Uh, Kayak Flint uh, and all the different programs. It's, it's still active. Uh, right now at this very moment, we are kind of waiting to see how things are going, uh, you know, regarding the oil spill. Yes. Um, but we, we still have different events going on right now where we're planning to have our flotilla event in August. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, the mindful uh, paddles has been really successful, you know, um, and it really is a neat experience kind of getting out on the river. And, you know, I've often told people like the river, it's, it's free therapy. You know, you get mm-hmm. out there, it's, it's just amazingly beautiful and peaceful. And so people have really enjoyed getting out there on the mindfulness paddles and just kind of letting go of all of the stress, almost like it's being washed away in the river. Um, outside of that, we have, we have iKayak, where we've partnered with the Disability Network, you know, getting Aww. all folks out on the river. Because uh, I think it's important that we try and get as many people as possible out there so that they can fall in love with it the same way that we have. Absolutely. And of course, Kayak Flint, uh, just trying to get people out on the river in general, you know, on the weekends, come on down, see us, you know, Flint residents get a discount. Uh, but it's a nice way to get out there. We have the kayaks. We we have the shuttles. We can get you out there to see it um, at a very reasonable price. So I know with this spill, it's maybe kind of been a little bit more detrimental trying to get people to go out there kayaking right now. But what's happening with the spill right now? For people that maybe never heard about it, tell us what happened and what's happening with it right now. It's a little complicated and we're still waiting on some information. But what we do know is that some sort of chemical or chemicals that seem to have uh, sort of an oily nature about them has found its way into the river. Um, It happened upstream uh, somewhere in in the James P. Cole stretch and they have a lot of booms in place now in different stretches trying to catch a lot of this material Um, but we're still kind of waiting to hear you know what this compound is and you know at what point will it be safe to to enjoy all stretches of the river I know that the the no contact order stretch has been reduced to a smaller stretch than what it was last week but we're still kind of just waiting by and waiting to hear you know, some guidance from our state agencies to see uh, what we're looking at in the future. So it's probably good advice not to plant anything kayaking right now or, or anything on the water until that gets cleaned up? Stretches are, are still fine. And of course, anything upstream. We've had a lot of folks that, you know, it, it is kind of nice right now to hear that some people, they have to have their weekly dose of the river. They've mm-hmm. got to get out there. They've got to do some kayak and do some fishing. And so they've been reaching out and saying, hey, what other stretches can I look at? And some of the Lapeer stretches uh, are just absolutely gorgeous. Uh, some of them do have some fallen trees that we need to be aware of. Um, if folks are interested, they can reach out to us and we can point you in the right direction. But okay. out there, um, all stretches of the river and the watershed are just amazingly beautiful in their own ways. There is something about water. It's very de-stressing. That's for sure. A friend of mine took a boat ride when she was on Lake Fenton and she told her husband, we have to move out here. And they sold her house and they moved <laughs> to Lake Fenton because they said it was just so de-stressing once they got out of work and they loved it. So 
Yeah, it's definitely something therapeutic about that. Now, can you use volunteers like to help clean up or to help with anything with the Flint River? Yeah, we have different volunteer events. Uh, one of our big ones in the spring, we have our stewardship day uh, where we gather at a lot of the different parks around in the watershed, uh, all the way from Lapeer out to Montrose. Uh, and we just have a lot of folks that come out on a Saturday morning. We pick up as much trash as we can find. And then we have, we share some food with each other and kind of some stewardship. And then we go on our ways. Um, and also with this event, it's, we have a really fun little kind of game that we play where we have this golden glove award where folks at each of the sites, they take pictures of the, the most interesting thing that they find while cleaning up and they submit it. And we uh, <laughs> usually uh, post it on social media and judge, you know, what is the most interesting thing that we found? I, I know this year we found a bag of Christmas lights. Um, oh my goodness. A pay, a pay phone, a, uh, a very tiny bottle of uh, Thousand Island dressing. It was a toy. It wasn't real. Oh my but gosh, just, that's funny. You, you never know what you're going to find. Of course. That is funny. <laughs> so now tell us more about that flotilla too, because I know I, I, I pretty much know what it's about. Somebody listening right now might not want, know what it's about or want to join it. So what does that all entail? So our flotilla has been running for a number of years now, and it is personally one of my favorite events i've tried to go on every single one that i could make since they started doing it and we have it on the first saturday in august so this year it'll be august 6th and we get loads of people out there and it doesn't just have to be kayaks you, know, you can build your own sort of raft or float we have people that jump in inner tubes and go down and just everybody gathers there at tenacity brewery we start there we launch everyone go down to mop park you get out we usually have some sort of entertainment there for folks and then uh it's it really is just a great time floating down the river with a whole lot of other people and is there a cost for that there is a cost uh i don't remember how much at okay. this time we're still going through some of the planning well, sure um, what about maybe a yeah. website or a phone number or someplace so they can get a hold of you or someone to get more information about this any of maybe the kayaking or the flotilla or if they want to volunteer how can they get a hold of you yeah, you check us out at our website, flintriver.org. Uh, we just kind of gave it a facelift lift recently, so it's it's looking great right now. And we have all sorts of resources on there regarding all the programs that we do, our events, and uh, other ways in which you can connect with us. So if somebody does want to go kayaking or fishing or just do anything fun in the water like that, they can contact you to find out where it's the safest they can go, and they, you can give them the directions on how to make that safe for them, correct? Yeah, they can reach out to us. We, we'd love to answer their questions. Because I do want to go kayaking. I just think it's so wonderful. I oh, love it is that. A, so much fun. I know. Well, I can't thank you enough, Patrick, for taking your very precious time being a biologist and an executive director. I know you're a busy guy, so thank you for taking the time to explain this to us. Is there anything else that you'd like to cover before we say goodbye to you? Yeah, I just, I'd like to promote our, our other event that we have coming up. Sure. Uh, September 9th, we have our big 80s in the whole event. Uh, this will actually be at our... Uh, prospective new property, the old Serval building on Kersley Street is, is currently being uh, revamped and uh, that will be the future site of our new office and we are having our 80s in the whole event out there. We have a great band coming out. It's going to be a huge event. Uh, it's going to be an absolutely great time and I highly encourage everyone to come out and hang out with us, enjoy some great music and a few drinks and just make some new friends. So you're going to dress in the 80s? What are you going to wear? Like big afro and maybe some <laughs> bell bottoms and what you are you going to do? You know, I have this Pac-Man tuxedo that oh, there you go. I'm not sure why I've held on to it, but now I know why. Well, yeah. you know, I guess 80s would not be bell bottoms. That was before that. That's, That's like 70s. 70s I, it's, yes. I'd say parachute pants. 
Oh, there you go. Yeah, that might be good. That's going to be fun to see different costumes. I know I've seen them on Facebook in the past and people dressed in the 80s. And it's very fun to watch. So that'll be great. They can, can they also contact you there as well with the FlintRiver.org to get more information about the 80s in the whole? Absolutely. We're still putting together some of our promotional materials. But if they have any questions in the meantime, they can reach out to us through there. They can even sponsor if they'd like to, correct? Yes, they can. We are absolutely looking for some sponsors right now for the event. That is the best. Well, I hope to see you very soon, Patrick. I know I've seen you out and about before, and you're always doing something very interesting and good for the community, and that's why we invited you on today, because On the Road with the MTA always wants to do things that are going to be beneficial to people in the community and make life better. So thank you for doing that for us. Oh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, MTA has been a, a huge help, and, and even right now planning for our 80s in the whole. So MTA is, has been a great partner. Well, we're glad to hear that makes us proud, doesn't it, Jay? Absolutely, it does. All right. Well, we can go get some fresh fruits and vegetables from the edible Flint. And we can go kayaking <laughs> yes. with the Flint River. That We've makes, got it all covered. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> well, thanks again, Patrick. And thank you for all listening. And please listen every week as we'll bring you more interesting things about this community, free and important. It's with On the Road with MTA, Stephanie Kay, of course, Jay. Have a nice day. You've been listening to On the Road with the MTA. For more information on our services and community outreach, visit us online anytime at www.mtaflint.org and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The MTA, your community, your connection, your way.